Welcome in to another edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Uh, and Bubba, today we're, we're going to visit with Graham Allen. Graham, uh, we have talked with him uh, on his show uh, at one time, and he's been on our radio show. And today we bring Graham Allen to Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. So, so Graham Allen, welcome back to Rick and Bubba, but the first time to the podcast. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Well, speaking of podcasts, Graham knows a little thing about that. Uh, he is owner and founder of 912 United, uh, and this is all around September 12, 2001, the day where you know we were as a country as united as I think I've ever seen us. We were just Americans. 912united.com. He's the author uh, of America 316, if you haven't read that, uh, and he hosts his own podcast uh, called Dear America Podcast. Uh, and he's also a contributor to uh, a Turning Point USA. So that's the the latest stuff that is happening with Graham Allen. Uh, and uh, congratulations, by the way, when we interviewed you before, you were you know you were aspiring. You you, you had your team, and, and and you guys had an idea. You wanted you wanted to get out there and see if you could make it work. And apparently, so far, you're making it work. Apparently, uh, there's people that uh, don't have anything better to do than to listen to me open my mouth all the time. So. Uh, no, we're very grateful, man. It's been a uh, it's been a wild two years, that's for sure. And uh, you know, I can't wait to see what's going to happen the next couple of years, <laughs> uh, seeing how everything's uh, been going on. So anyway, but I appreciate you guys letting me come on again. Now, Graham, is it true you're here <clears throat> to announce that you're running for Congress? Is that is that what this <laughs> oh is about gosh. today? Oh my gosh. Okay, so <laughs> that is so weird that you just brought that up. Okay, because. Everybody's talking about Rice because we're here in South Carolina and everybody's talking about Rice voting yes for impeachment yeah. uh, on the thing. And I have had <clears throat> my phone blowing up all day from political campaign managers begging me to run against Rice in 2022 here in South Carolina. And so the answer to that question is I, 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 I don't have any plans to do that, but I will never say never to that kind of thing. Uh, but that is so weird that you just brought that up. Rick, what I'm hearing people... is yes. That's yeah, what I'm I, that, you know, I, that, it was I a soft yes. It was a soft yes, but it was a yes. Uh, I, believe, Graham, I, I believe anybody that wants to run for Congress is not the right people to run for Congress. And, and so I, yeah. I truly believe it should be a – more of a more of a drafted type grudgingly yeah. to, 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 to do it. No, I, I do because no. uh, anybody that wants to do that is obviously in it for the wrong reasons. So I'll just say never say never to that kind of stuff. Yeah, we, we used to make that joke about church uh, look, looking at scripture on the role that scripture says a deacon is supposed to take on. And Bubba and I have said before if there's somebody in your church that is an aspiring deacon, then that's probably not somebody you want to make a deacon. It looks like it's a job that everybody should be told to do by God, but you really wouldn't want to do. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I don't know why anybody would really want to be a congressman, want to be a senator, want to be president. I mean, goodness gracious. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know is the answer to that. Uh, what we are, what's the 14 days into 2021. Let, let me, let me think about it a little more. <laughs> Graham, what, uh, we, we've got a lot to talk about with you. Censorship is in the news. Uh, yep. we, we just had uh, Congressman Gary Palmer on our radio show today and, and we were talking 
talking about that and how that's looking. But let me back up a little bit. What is your take on what has happened at the White House, at the Capitol, in Washington over the past few weeks? Uh, are we talking about the the the, the riots? Or are we well, all about- of it. Yeah, you yeah. could start with that. You can start with the riots. <laughs> we can talk about the impeachment in the House that just took place. Just, yep. just the whole atmosphere. But let, let's go to what happened, you know, uh, uh, on the rush of, of the Capitol. So January 6th, uh, you know, I've talked about this on my show a lot. Um, it, it's amazing to me, and, and I'll put this out there, any person that calls himself a conservative and is going into this cancel culture mentality, you're not a conservative. You're just not. And, and so there's a lot of people that have called me a traitor because I wasn't pro storming the Capitol building and, and all this and that. Um, I truly believe that the group of people that participated in the rallies in general, all right, I, I don't I don't believe we should have been there, period. Uh, I don't believe it was Trump supporters that stormed the Capitol. I don't believe, I believe it was Antifa members. I believe it was Black Lives Matter and corporate members that stormed the Capitol. And I believe that we as conservatives walked hook, line, and sinker into the exact trap that they wanted us to walk into. And the worst part about it is we built the entire infrastructure for them. We told them where we were going to be, when we were going to be there. We bust people in to try to get as many people there as possible. And we, we completely and utterly were outsmarted by the left 1 million percent. And we walked right into it. You're seeing already Joe Biden hasn't even taken office yet. And the onslaught attack of conservative voices, conservative platforms has already begun. So if this is happening before Joe Biden is sworn in as president, what do you think is going to happen moving forward? And to the people, to the people who say that I'm a traitor for that and that, you know, America was founded on, uh, you know, fighting and, and bloodshed for what we believe in you're, you're absolutely right. When, and I just talked about this on the show today, so forgive me for being a little long-winded about it. I do not believe that there is any place for violence in political debate or conversation. And what people fail to understand, the people who are saying, oh, there absolutely is room for violence. Shut up. You have no idea what you're talking about. You've never been to war. You've never seen anything. You have no idea what you're talking about. Political conversation and debate is not the time for violence. If political conversation and debate do not work, and then you truly have two groups of people in America and a declaration is made at some point where, no, we are not going to do this anymore. We are declaring that we're going to do our own thing. Well, then there's a war and there is no seceding. There is no nothing without bloodshed. And that's what a lot of people don't realize. And so when I said that I was not pro what happened on the 6th, that's why I said it, because people just do not understand what it is that they're saying. They do not understand what actually needs to, what actually is supposed to take place. Even the Revolutionary War, we had the Declaration of Independence. Like there wasn't no, we just sporadically started storming uh, Britain or whatever. No, no, we, we, we tried, we tried, we tried, it didn't work. And then we had the Declaration of Independence. And then guess what? We went to war over it. And so I am 1 million percent behind the fact that if the government continues to go down a tyrannical path against the citizens of America, then yes, something needs to be done. 
But I'm telling the viewers, I'm telling your listeners, I'm telling everybody, if you think that it happens by we just saying that we want a divorce and we're going to go to the court and then we're just not going to be allowed to see each other, that's not how it works. No. Yeah, Graham, I, I've got this crazy idea, and I'm like, really, I fall where you do on this. I, I don't want any mob killing police officers. I don't want it Absolutely. to be on the right. I don't want it to be Trump supporters. I don't want it to be Antifa. I don't want it to be Black Lives Matters. I don't think we need to be, look, I'm all for protest. That That's part of our American heritage. That's part of our right. But once you turn to destroying property, you are causing uh, bodily injury to people, you're now illegal. You're no longer a protest. And I, I don't support that on either side at this point. Well, and, absolutely. And Graham, you said this, Bubba, you said it on the show, and, and playing into the hands of the left, which you, Graham, laid out, uh, I think, correctly, is now they were saying that our point of view was dangerous. They were saying that you got to watch us. We need to be done away with. We're dangerous to people. Now they can mm-hmm. point and go see, and that's and they'll point to that capital thing and say, and this is what I'm talking about. You see how dangerous that is. You, you yep. see, you see how they can get rebel roused. You see how they'll they, they just take things if you don't let them do. This is the kind of danger we're talking about. Before we would say, well, we're called dangerous, but point out what's dangerous about us. Well, now they can say, well, this, this right here, and I don't agree with that, but that's how they play, and they're doing well, it. They're already doing it. Absolutely, they're already doing it. That's why Parlor went down. They used the sixth to take down parlor. They used the six to, uh, there are businesses that can't even have their Shopify accounts anymore simply because they sold MAGA gear. Uh, people can't use their MailChimp email accounts because they are uh, have been proven to be conservative uh, or Trump voters. Uh, and, and, and I do wanna say this, and the president alluded to this last night when he did his address to the nation video last night, that there are rumors of planned demonstrations throughout the entire country on January 20th. And I am of armed demonstrations Mm. on January 20th. And I'm telling everyone right now that that is exactly what they want the conservative movement to do. That is exactly what they want because if you show up with guns, the inevitable is going to happen, whether it's Antifa that does it or Black Lives Matter does it, because we've already proven in Virginia that we can have Tens of thousands of people with guns protest uh, what 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 Ralph Northam was doing to our Second Amendment rights in Virginia, and not a single shot be fired. That will not happen on January 20th, and something will happen. And the very first thing that Joe Biden will do is he's going to go after your guns, and he's going to use that as proof, case, and point as to why we cannot be trusted with the Second Amendment. I, I, I'm telling you. As, as much as I can plead with your audience and mine, do not do it. Do not go to these things that are happening in states around the country on the 20th. Do not go. Well, we'll come back. We'll talk more with Graham Allen. And uh, he has already been uh, in the crosshairs, uh, no pun intended, uh, of censorship. And we'll talk about that when Rick and Bubba University, the podcast continues. BubbaKeeps.com now I'm going to give you an example about two guys here named Kyle and Josh. They were both losing their hair. No shock since the dreaded male pattern baldness gene ran through their family. You know, a lot of times you got that gene in your family. You look up and you know what you say? Here it comes. I mean, this is coming uh, for, for me. But the way they dealt with their hair loss couldn't have been more different. Kyle kept putting off getting a hair loss treatment. 
And you know what? He was losing more and more hair every day. Now, Josh, who you want to be like, uh, he went to Keeps, that's K-E-E-P-S, to learn how to keep his hair. Now, Keeps offers the generic version of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products. This is the real deal. The generic versions saved Josh a fortune, and it all took all it took was a quick online consultation. He answered a few questions, snapped a couple of pics of his hair, then a doctor evaluated everything and recommended the right, and that's that's the key word, the right FDA approved hair loss treatment for Josh. Then it was shipped directly and discreetly to his door. Keeps K E P S lets you save your hair without leaving your couch, and you can get started now. Uh, look, how about this? I, I'm a, we're going to get you, both of us, Rick and Bubba, half off the first order. Has that got your attention? That's right, half off. Go to Keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Rick Bubba. That's Keeps dot com slash Rick Bubba. Keeps dot com slash Rick Bubba will get you half off your first order, and you can stop what's happening with your hair. Rick and Bubba University continues. We're talking to Graham Allen, and, and Graham is a host of the uh, uh, Dear America podcast. He authored America 316. Uh, he's with us. He has his own line of merchandise, which kind of gets us into the next topic, uh, and that was that the cancel culture went after Graham Allen because they did not like your apparel. They went after your merchandise. They, 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 and, and there's an update today that we have for everybody, but, but tell us yep. what happened. Well, basically, uh, 912 United, you know, everybody that's in what I do, everybody has the idea of, oh, I'm going to make some Graham Allen t-shirts and I'm going to sell some merchandise. I I never wanted to do that. I was like, well, if we're going to do this, we're going to create a company out of this. We're going to create a company. We're going to create a a movement, a lifestyle, and we're going to create jobs. And so I'm like, it's not going to be Graham Allen apparel. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I wouldn't buy Graham Allen t-shirt apparels and I am Graham Allen. So we came up with this idea of 912 United, which represents, as you said, the day after uh, September 11th, where America is the most united it's ever been since I've been alive, at least. And so uh, we launched five months ago. We are a five month old company and we've never had a single problem with Facebook uh, until we made uh, the Make Us design. Uh, the Make Us design was inspired by the Don't Tread on Me flag. So mm-hmm. it's got the rattlesnake there, the coiled rattlesnake. Uh, and then we just removed Don't Tread on Me with a simple statement that said, Make Us. And it was in direct response that 912 United is pro-America. We're not pro-government. We're not pro-left. We're not pro-right. 912 United is pro-America. And to be pro-American, you cannot support these unconstitutional lockdowns. Millions of Americans are out of work. Thousands of small businesses have closed their doors. You can't go to church. You can't worship the way you want. You can't see your family members on the holidays. You can't visit your family members that are dying in the hospital. So we've made the make us design. Within hours, Facebook disables our ad account. And anybody that has a business knows that if you're not able to advertise, it's a death blow at that point, Uh, especially in today's day and age. Uh, And with COVID and all this stuff, you know, going into retail stores and wholesale accounts, all that's gone down the toilet. Everything's online now. So it's a death blow. So thankfully, 
uh, I have some friends at Fox News and told them what happened. And uh, we decided to fight back. And we said, hey, if you let us go on Fox News and talk about this, what we're going to do is every single Make Us shirt that is sold on 912united.com, we're going to turn around and give 25% and donate it back into the Barstool Fund that was founded by Barstool Sports and Dave Fortnoy. Those guys there, they've raised... I hadn't checked it, but the last time I did it was over $23 million. And the whole purpose is to donate into struggling businesses. So if we as Americans don't stand together and support small businesses that are the backbone of the American economy, then it's done anyway. And I will tell you guys this, the response that we received from that was so massive, so monumental that not only is make us now the top selling design that we have ever had. I grin, we're only a five month old company, <laughs> but it is not even close. We're going to be able to, by the end of this month, write a very, very, very large check to the Barstool fund to help other struggling businesses as well. So I would encourage your audience. If you're interested in uh, being united as Americans, uh, if you remember 912, the day 912 on in 2011 or 2001, excuse me, then check us out and, and just every single make us shirt, we're turning right back around and we're giving it to other businesses that are struggling as well. Oh, and the update yeah, is the update, because yeah. of the response, because of the response and because of millions of people sharing our story and things like that, Facebook has turned back on our ad account. So this is important, Graham, because we're all going to face this. So you're yep. saying what you guys did, you were able to get the word to mm -hmm. the people that yep. you had been, there was an attempt to cancel or, or to, to, to take away your ability to let people know you had these shirts. Absolutely. By Facebook, because they found it offensive, not people, they found it offensive. But, Correct. But they also, since they already proved that they could be swayed by, by backlash or people that didn't like the shirt, turn around yep. now and let them hear from the people that want access to the shirt and support, and then they swung, swung back the other way. Is that what happened? Exactly. Well, Facebook will never admit to that. Like, you know, when, when you actually communicate with Facebook, it is very much like your ad account is disabled for violating policy, and it doesn't tell you anything else. Mm -hmm. And then you appeal it, and then it goes through an appeal process, which they said could take up to six weeks before anyone even looked at it. Well, it went from six weeks to four days, and now the ad account is back on. So they'll never admit that it was because of the Make Us shirt, and they'll never admit that it was because we were able to get the word out to so many people that it decided to turn it back on. But I don't believe in coincidences, and if you look at the attack against conservatives, if you look at the attack against Parler, you just can't help but put two and two together that it was all very much related to the same thing. Graham, so we don't put words in your mouth. Tell us, what does that shirt mean? And and why do you think they found it offensive to start with? Well, it, it, it's uh, the, the, the coiled rattlesnake is obviously one of the most known images in our American society, our history, everything. The don't tread on me flag. Uh, etc. And there are a large group of people that find that flag offensive, which is quite sad. And so, you know, and, and it is, we changed it from don't tread on me to make us for a reason, you know, make us close our businesses down, make us not worship 
where we want to worship, when we want to worship, uh, make us not be able to see our family members. We are pro-America. And so Facebook found it offensive because we are going against the liberal left mainstream narrative that we all need to hunker down and live in fear and just let the government handle it. The government's going to protect you with their $600 eight months later. Uh, you know, the, the government's going to save you. All you got to do is just hold on and wait for the government. And we don't believe that. We, we fundamentally do not believe it. And, and so that is why that, that is the meaning behind the making of the make us shirt was, was we believe Americans need to stand up and simply say, make us show us constitutionally show us where your uh, executive order is in fact a law, which it's not. And, make us close our businesses down. And every single person that has been arrested for not closing down their business, they've all been let go. Every yeah. single one of them has been let go. And now they've been, they've been fined, but they're not going to have to pay those fines. And here's the other thing. Oh, well, they're going to find me. Oh, well, they're going to find me. Well, you don't have money to pay your own bills in the first place. You're right. So <laughs> if you don't have money to pay your own bills, how are they going to get the fine out of you? They're not going to get the fine out of you. And, uh, that is, that is the statement here. And this goes back to our conversation earlier. The, the, the right moves is to be defiant in the right way first. All right? Be defiant. Defy these orders that are unconstitutional, but defy them the right way. Simply open your business. There's a gym in New Jersey right now that gets a $100,000 fine a day or something like that. And they've had 100,000 visitors to their gym in the past three months. Uh, without a single COVID outbreak, and every single day they open that they open those doors up, and guess what? That gym is packed every single day, and that is how we need to fight back as Americans. The government is not in charge of us, and that is the biggest issue I see in 2021. Is people forget that we are in fact the boss here. So. I don't care what the government says. If the government tells you to close your business down and it's non-constitutional. Don't do it. Don't do it. Be respectful. I'm not telling you to pick up a gun and start shooting at people. Go open your business. Provide for your family. That's the, that's the reason we made the Make Us design. That's what it stands for. That is the whole message behind it. And I think, unfortunately, that it's going to be a message that resonates with America for quite a while, it seems, because I don't see this COVID-19 or COVID-20, 21, 22, 23, 24, however long it lasts, I don't see it going anywhere. Um, and uh, we're going to be like Japan and China for the rest of our lives. Half of America will wear masks. The other half won't uh, for, for, for probably for the rest of however long America is America. Graham, let me ask you this. Uh, I, I think the censorship issue and the thought police uh, really are going to be a bigger, longer standing issue than even the impeachment of, of Donald Trump for a second time, mm -hmm. because it's going to stay with us. Um, we have four or five big tech companies, and we have four or five guys at the top of it, and I often joke with bad haircuts and strange piercings, <laughs> that are now the thought police. I mean, they, yeah. they are – and part of this is the fact that, look, I'm a free enterprise guy, but I do believe that Congress – has a, uh, a a situation where they have to make sure we don't have vertical monopolies because that's bad for the customer. 
okay? Mm-hmm. And and right now they do have a vertical monopoly where they ab- they're able to basically silence somebody and you have, you know, like you you couldn't sell anything on online and uh they they go as far as to cancel uh, your credit card uh, ability to take orders and stuff. I mean, how how do we how do we turn this tide? Is Congress our only hope on that to 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 make these guys declare are you a publisher or a platform? And right now they get the good part of each of those and not the bad of either one. And there we got five guys who are now telling us what we can and can't say. So, Graham, hold on to that. We're going to come back and let you answer that question. Okay. We talked about it, and, and Bubba and I have gone back and forth uh, on the big show talking about this, too. I, I, I want to hear from you, Bubba, an answer to Bubba's question. When Rick and Bubba University, the podcast continues. All right, so Simply Safe, Bubba, and boy, all the things we're talking about today with Graham Allen. Uh, security feel like it's important to you right now? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you, don't you don't know what's going to You don't know what's going to happen. And so you want to be secure, whether that be your home, your business, or maybe you have property. And here's the good news. Simply Safe Home Security delivers award-winning 24-7 protection. Now, you don't get an arsenal, uh, you know, you, you get you don't just get an arsenal of, of the cameras and the sensors. That's what you, you are going to get that. But let me tell you what you don't get. You don't get uh, having to wait for an appointment all day. Uh, you got some crew coming into your house. You're dealing with some salesperson. So, so not only do you get an arsenal of cameras and sensors, you don't get all those things. All those things you didn't like about the industry. But here's something else: you do get the best professional monitoring in the business. I mean, they got you back day and night, ready to send police, fire, EMTs when you need them, straight to the door. And because they've got the video verification, they rule out false alarms, so they get there even quicker. Uh, and uh, this is going to happen for about fifteen dollars a month. Uh, so you, you get the, the sensors, the cameras, uh, every inch of the home is protected. You set it up yourself in about 30 minutes. It's super easy. Even I can do it. Then Simply Safe Professionals, they take over, they monitor the home 24-7, ready to send help at a moment if there's an alarm. Plus, Simply Safe has those you know simple agreements. There's not a long-term contract. There's no hidden fees. And as I said, there's no installation cost because they don't have to install it. You do. Now, right now, our listeners can get free home security camera with it. You can, you can throw in a free home security sc- camera just because you're listening to Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. When you purchase a Simply Safe system at Simply sim- uh, Simple Safe, hey, Rick, it's Simply Safe, buddy. <laughs> Simply Safe. SimplySafe.com <laughs> slash Bubba. Now, let me tell you what else that's going to do 60 day risk free trial. So you got nothing to lose. SimplySafe.com slash Bubba. Get that free security camera that we're talking about by using our URL, simplysafe.com slash Bubba. Rick and Bubba University with Graham Allen. So going and taking a break for a moment so you can get a good answer together, what, what do we do with the fact that, like Bubba said, we've got five guys with bad haircuts and weird piercings, and they're deciding whether you, Bubba, and me have access or not to their platforms? Yeah, well, I think the answer is uh, there's multiple answers, right? Like, uh, like, like, here's the thing. Okay, and this is something that the American people as a whole need to know. Not just the left, not just the right, not just people who don't care at all, because there are people who just truly don't care. Watch, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, crap, what's the show where all the people live out in the woods by, the, by themselves? Is this the Alaska shows, one of these Alaska shows? Or the naked no. shows. No, it's got it's got naked it's and got, afraid. No, no, uh, mountain men, mountain men. Mountain, that's the yeah. show. Yeah, uh, they're, they're, 
there are people that are like mountain men and literally just could not give a crap about anything. Right. But okay, for those people that are actually like a part of society, here's the thing. Big tech is bigger and more powerful than the United States government. Let me say that to you again. I told so that you- to one of our congressmen today. I said, Gary, you're not in charge. Big tech is. No, absolutely. And that is 100% true. They decided that the most powerful man in the world, whether you hate him or not, okay, Donald Trump's leaving the White House, all right? That's just the way it is. I don't like it. I hate it, but it is. He's still the president for another six days. And like you said, a few people who are not elected officials decided to silence the most powerful man in the world, okay? The government is not in charge. The government is not powerful. Big tech is powerful. So what's the answer? Is Congress is Congress our way to fix this? I don't think so, because here's the other darker truth. <clears throat> not everybody, but a large percentage of people that are in Congress or in the government are in cahoots with big tech. And that's not a conspiracy theory. That's just the truth. And this is why, okay? Big tech decides who can speak how they can speak, what they can talk about, when they can talk about it, right? Which means that in today's society, if you want to be elected, you have to have a social media presence. You just do. This is not 1984. This is 2021. If you want to win an election, you got to have a social media presence. If you push big daddy, big tech too far, guess what you're not going to have? You're not going to have a social media presence, which means you're not going to win. This election, or excuse me, the last, uh, the 2018 elections for Congress, that was the first election where millennial voters were the majority voters. And it's going to be that way for the next 20 years or so until Gen Z comes along. If you don't have social media, you don't have power to the people, you don't have the ability to run your ads for re-election, big tech owns the government. They own the government. And then a lot of people are like, well, what about the military one day? How do you think the military communicates with itself throughout the entirety? Microsoft. Microsoft owns the military. Every single thing. What is the military without mass communication? Nothing is the answer to that. So how do you fight back? The question is not an easy one, but right now, the only thing that I can think of of how you fight back against big tech is I don't see them repealing or amending Section 230 because of what I just said, that Big tech has Congress in their back pocket, or they have enough of Congress in their back pocket that it's never going to go anywhere. The only way I see that you can fight back is to go after the shareholders, right? Because the shareholders are actually the bosses of big tech. It's not Mark Zuckerberg. It's not Jack Dorsey. It's not whatever his name is over at Google. Uh, I don't even know that guy's name. Uh, It's none of that. It is the shareholders. So how do you do that? Do you boycott Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and YouTube and Google? Do you totally convince your followers or your massive amounts of people that they need to turn it all off? And But then how do you do that? Do you really think Facebook, Instagram are going to let you get the word out <laughs> no. that you want this mass blackout to happen? <laughs> no. Uh, and then how do you communicate with the people once you do this this gigantic communications blackout? What are you going to do? You're going to send a a pigeon to get a hold of them. I mean, I mean, so the answer is not that simple. It it, it is, it is honest to God truth. And then if you say for 30 days or 90 days, even we're going to do this blackout, 
then the shareholders are just going to be like, all right, we're just going to hold out for 90 days. And then we're going to have the highest skyrocket we've had since the inception of uh, Facebook at that point. So the answer is, I don't know, because it is we have let the wolf in the hen house and now the wolf is in charge. And, and so like, like even even now, where's this podcast going to go? This podcast is probably going to go on Apple Podcasts. It's probably going to go on Spotify, all these other things. How long before they view the Rick and Bubba podcast or the Dear America podcast as too dangerous and then they kick us off the app store? No, what are we going to do? Uh, well, that's what Bubba and I were talking about, and, and I don't know enough about it, but we'll, let's, let's, I, I think we can take Parler and let's put them here at Rick and Bubba University and let's discuss them because that, that's a case that's happening right now. We just, we, the Parler people, people said, rightfully so, people are tired of Twitter and they're tired of Twitter's political views and they want to be able to go and practice the First Amendment on Parler and we will provide that alternative. And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody, I mean, people were going over there by droves. I mean, Bubba and I, we went and got our parlor account. We were like, hey, we need to be in every game we can be in. Billion-dollar company. Billion dollars. Billion-dollar company. Until, and Bubba, this is your area. You've been, you've been looking at this. Until they don't have a platform. So the people who provide the very servers and the things they need belong to Amazon, belong to yeah. Google, belong to all these places. I think Oracle is another one, yeah. yeah. So – can, can conservatives, are we, do we just not have the ability to build our own version of Silicon Valley? How long? And, Bubba, and help this me. Is, well, well this is where I got in trouble is I read the poem. Uh, you guys ever heard the, uh, and then they came for me. Yes. Poem. Uh, it's about a Nazi Germany and, Correct. you know, at first they came for this. I you, mean the, you mean the national socialist party yeah, of Germany? Yeah. You know, the, the, yeah. it didn't affect me. It didn't affect me. It didn't affect me. Yeah. So I didn't defend so, any of these people. Then they came yep. for me and nobody was there to defend me. Nobody was left. Yeah. So I did the same thing, but I rearranged the words a little bit. And I said, first they came for the radicals and I didn't say anything cause I wasn't a radical. Mm -hmm. Then they came for the conspiracy theorist and I didn't say anything cause I'm not a conspiracy theorist. And then for those of you listening that aren't conservative, now they're coming for the conservatives and you're not saying anything because you're not a conservative, but it's only a matter of time before they come after you. And then there's going to be nobody left to speak up for you. And, 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 and that's where we are. It went from, well, if you don't like Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, go create your own thing and just do it your own. Now it's, well, create your own internet. What? <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's, that's the point, and I've been talking about it here, too. Um, but you, you have to have a schematic of how this whole thing works. And, and everything is hosted on a server. Amazon mm -hmm. owns, and depending on what numbers you believe, anywhere from 60 to 40% of all servers in the world, Rick. Hello. You know, you're talking about having control. But, Graham, there's, a, there's another part of this. There, there's a lot of infrastructure that goes between our computers, and the servers. I'm talking mm -hmm. about switches. I'm talking about DNS servers where your computer gets literally Gigantic the IP buildings. address right to, yeah. to know where to go to get this information. And without that, your computer's blind anyway, so it doesn't matter if it's on the server or not. You're just, you're just dead in the water. And you're talking about the Oracles and the Cisco's and, and, and their smaller outlets, the Netgears and all those people. And look, they can control the flow of the internet with a flip of a switch, and yep. and you had uh, I thought it was interesting this week we covered a story 
an internet provider in northern Idaho decided yep. that they were going to take Facebook and Twitter off of their subscribers' ability to hit that. In yep. other words, they cut off their DNS yeah, ability. And, yep. uh, and oh, they're screaming net neutrality. They're screaming censorship. Yep. But they're doing the same thing. Twitter came out and and I think I saved it in my phone. Let me let, let me let me get it so I can read it really quick. Yeah. So this is in Uganda. Okay? Just to put it in complete perspective for you here. Uh ahead of the Ugandan election, we're hearing reports. This is Twitter. This is Twitter. Verified. Ahead of Ugandan election, we're hearing reports that internet service providers are being ordered to block social media and messaging apps. They did this because of interference. They were afraid of interference in the elections. This is from Twitter. You cannot make this up. Days after banning the president of the United States, we strongly condemn internet shutdowns. They are hugely harmful, violate basic human rights and the principles of the open internet. That is That's unbelievable, ver- isn't it? verified Twitter response to what's happening in another wow. country after they just completely ban and censor the president of the United States. Well, you cu- can't make this up. You can't. <laughs> I know, and, and that's uh, the classic example. What we've, been, what we've been talking about is the hard left in this world, they call you exactly what they are, and they just hope you can't figure that out. Uh, we'll come back. We'll wrap this thing up. Uh, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast with Graham Allen right after this. Now, Bubba, we, we've got a new sponsor. Now, you might be thinking about, or I might be thinking about, your financial future. Matter of fact, I think you and I have been talking about that a lot recently. Yeah. And, and that gets you some strong feelings. But uh, did you know that people who work uh, with a financial advisor feel more at ease about their finances, and they usually end up with about 15% more money to spend in retirement on average? But here's the problem. How do I vet out financial advisors? Well, thanks to Smart Asset. The, the, the service that over half a million people have trusted to help find an advisor. There's a free and easy path to help you find greater financial peace of mind. Now, Smart Asset has built a safe, easy, and convenient tool to find vetted financial advisors in your area. This is so helpful. Maybe I don't even know where to go. I, I, you know, you say you go to the, let me go look at the ads. Let me go online. I don't know if anybody looks at a phone book anymore, but you see all these people. Well, you don't know anything about them. So stop tossing and turning and take action today. And here's how it works. Uh, you, you begin by taking you know, a very short uh, quiz that Smart Asset has for you. Uh, and, you know, it, and, and you can, you know, within minutes, uh, Smart Asset will match you with three pre-screened uh, for you to you you you'll talk to these advisors, uh, each legally obligated to act in your best interest, and each willing to do a no commitment financial consultation. So you're going to kind of get to kick the tires on them a, a little bit. They'll send you a free personalized retirement planning guide, uh, you know, you, with with you know advice on the action you should take, so you can feel confident in your next steps. Take control of your financial future today. This is a free service, Smart Assets. Uh, so to receive your free personalized retirement planning report, go to smartasset.com slash Bubba. Your report will provide personalized insights on your retirement and want to know, you know how ready you really are, how close are you. Uh, that's smartasset.com slash Bubba, and do this today. So we're wrapping things up with Graham Allen on this edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. We're, we're looking now at, uh, you know, I think we're doing a good job here of identifying problems. 
but we also want to do a pretty good job of coming up with solutions. And I, and I think some of we have, you know, don't fall victim to, to the, the left trying to get you to go to protest and things that are going to get violent. Uh, Graham, I think you did a great job of d- discussing with some of the, the callers and emails we're getting, you know, about, hey, when if there ever comes a time, there has to be some declaration of something and a game plan, not just we're mad and we have guns and we're shooting and running and tearing up things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, a bunch of mobs doing whatever they want to do. Yeah, right? we've already all said we don't like that, Bubba. Like you said, we're, we're law and order C- people. Carrying a podium out of the Capitol building doesn't change anything. And, and what the yeah. left is wanting you to do is to do that so they then can't just say you're dangerous. They'll point to that you're dangerous. And then they'll justify all the – look, they've already done it. All it took was a few people, and I feel horrible about the people who were injured and died. All it took was just a few to rush the Capitol – and we we're, we're impeaching the president. Uh, we're wiping out his his Twitter account. We say that he is dangerous and he incites violence. And they're going to do the same thing to anyone else who doesn't think this through. Mm-hmm. And and that's good advice. And I'm glad you gave it. This thing about these platforms being taken away from us, uh, and the fact that Twitter will just claim that what they do to people shouldn't be done when it's done to them, which is classic uh, <laughs> on, on the left. You know they 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 will be a fascist by telling you you're a fascist, uh, yeah. and and they do all this kind of stuff. But you know, and I, I've heard some people say, and I think this is still a problem. Well, we can just run on back to the terrestrial world, and we'll just run back to there. We need to protect that. And I'm all about terrestrial radio. I love it. It was our foundation. It's still the heart of what we do. But I know a generation very very well, and the only way they know us. Is through an app. The only way they know us is on YouTube or something like YouTube. And the only way, I mean, I have a guy I just talked to the other day, said, oh, so you're part of that uh, Rick and Bubba, the podcast? And I said, well, no, we actually do a radio show. He's, oh, okay, well, I, I heard you guys on a podcast. I listened to you on, on Rick and Bubba, the podcast. To, to lose that platform, now we go back into just another world of program directors and people who say, well... We we, we we had you on our station, but now we're going to take you off. Uh, we'll put you on the station. We're only going to carry one hour of the five hours you provide. Uh, you know, we, we want you to do this, or we're going to bury you in the middle of the night. You know, now you're back again to having less freedom, and now you're just answering to a program director uh, who decides whether they want you on or not. And these platforms, for a lot of us, said, just decide whether you want our content or not, but it's available to you. Don't let anybody else decide it for you. You decide. Well, now we have these tech companies say we're just we've now become the most powerful program directors you've ever seen, and uh, and 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 so we have to come up with some solution. But I think the three of us are saying we don't really know what that is yet. I think that at the end of the day, I think that we all have a part to play in the blame of where we are today. And honestly, I, I, I do the exact opposite of a lot of people, and I hold conservatives more responsible than I do the left. We've known the left is crazy for a long time. <laughs> and, you know, I grew up, I was raised by my grandparents, but I, I, I was an 80s baby. I grew up in the 90s. Uh, and I grew up in the generation of, hey, you mind your own business, you keep your head down, you just... You, you worry about you, you go to work, you pay your bills you, you, and that's it. And what we did was we knew things were going on. We knew things were happening. We knew 
We knew that our society based off our standards of American uh, heritage were crumbling beneath us, but we didn't say anything and we didn't do anything. We just minded our own business. Hey, those people are crazy. Just let the crazy people talk, blah, blah, blah. But then the internet came along, but then more importantly and more specifically, social media came along. And when social media came along, conservatives failed America. And I'm, I'm, I'm putting myself into that. I was in my early twenties when social media really took off. I mean, I didn't know any better, but still, it's still, I was an adult. It falls on me too. It changed everything. It gave the crazy people, whether you view us as crazy or you view the left as crazy, it gave them a way to be heard across the entire world, not just the country, but the world. And so slowly but surely the younger generations, that's who's really being affected. It's not us. It's not you guys. I'm not changing the way I think. You guys aren't changing the way you think. It's the next generation. And that's what's happening. You're seeing the newer generations becoming 25, 24 years old and getting elected to Congress and all this stuff. And things are starting to change because we did not protect the younger generation. We let the wolf in the hen house. And the hen house was the way that our young people receive and process information. People don't watch normal TV anymore. My children saw a commercial the other day and had no idea what it was. <laughs> no clue. They had no clue. They thought something was wrong with the TV. <laughs> and well, our, yeah. it, it, our, I, I, our children receive it so different. And we all hold blame to that. And so the, the answer is, I think that we need to, it all starts at the home. I mean, I mean that, yeah. that's all, that's the only way I know how to say it. You're not gonna fix it on the big platforms right now. You just can't, can't, can't take on the giant head on. Like mm -hmm. you, you've got to cut the legs out from beneath the giant. And the way that you do that is it starts in the home. Yeah. If less young people consume Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, all this stuff. Why do your kids have cell phones at 10 years old? Why? Why do, why? There's no purpose in that. If you're not working, you don't have a job. There's no reason for your kid to need a phone to be able to call you. Why? It starts at the home. That's the only, that's the only thing I know to offer right this second is it's not going to be an overnight thing. It's going to be a very, very, very long thing. Years. Thank you. Years. Thank you very much. If you'd like to find out more and you're right, it's going to be comprehensive. And I do think it starts working that home and then working our way back out, um, to another generation. They changed it in one generation. We have to change it with the next one. 912united.com is the website. His podcast, Dear America, Graham Allen, thank you for being with us, buddy. And, uh, and Come back and be with us when you announce you're running for Congress. Yeah, let us know. Okay? Oh, my God. <laughs> thank all I of want you, to leave so. you with that That's today. Right. Thank okay. all of you for joining us on this edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. <laughs>